Situation. Your retirement is at risk. Mission. In order to help secure your nest egg, Ranger Tom will infiltrate your financial situation, detect, close in on, and help minimize threats to your retirement. Execution. Using a three-pronged approach that includes social security maximization, the color of money risk analysis, and tax protection strategies, our team will work tirelessly to help protect your golden years. Sustainment. Using the Generational Vault, Ranger Tom is able to continuously monitor your financial life. Command and Control. Ranger Tom from Georgia Wealth Advisors is the lead on this mission. He has many years of experience in the financial services industry. And now, here is Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Operation Retirement. It's Ranger Tom. That's Tom Lowry with Georgia Wealth Advisors here in the retirement bunker overlooking the retirement battlefield with my my commander-in-chief, Mr. <laughs> Tony Shore. Tony, you got promoted again. Well, no, I can't be promoted above you. That's not going to work. Uh, you're the commander-in-chief of, of this operation, Tom. I don't think I want that res- responsibility. But it's funny because every time I call you Ranger Tom Lowry, you know, you're usually just Tom to me. We've known each other a long time. But I think of the David Bowie song, this is ground control to Ranger Tom. But it's actually Major Tom. Oh, I know. But for for our show, (laughs) this is ground control to Ranger Tom. Hey, that might work. Yeah, we can can re-record a version of that where it says Ranger Tom Lowry talks about finances and uh, use that for our theme song. Hey, that Tony, <laughs> let, let's, let's, uh, let, let's talk about that. Yeah. But first, you know, today I think we'll talk to the audience. Oh yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, we'll keep that business for later, but yeah, it's great to be here, Tom. Thanks for having me on yeah. the show. And I think today we just want to ask a question. Hey, are you financially literate? You know, we're going to talk about how important it is to really kind of understand your finances, I guess. Well, right. You talk about so you're asking the question: Are you financially literate, or financial? Uh, are you financially literate? And that's an interesting question. Maybe you could explain to us what you mean by that. What do you mean by financial literacy, Tom? Well, having financial literacy really means that you have like a knowledge, the skills, the confidence that you need in order to make sound financial decisions that fit your situation. And that financial literacy really changes from our working years when we're accumulating money to when you're, you know, within five or 10 years of retirement that I call the retirement red zone or when you're retired, then that literacy needs to change because how we manage our finances in our working years should be and is totally different than how we manage them in our retirement years. You know, and many people think that the cornerstones of say personal finance or budgeting, you know, avoiding and managing debt and, and diversifying your portfolio, but you really need fluency in order to achieve like rewarding a secure financial life. You know, people spend a lot of time, money and energy focusing on getting a job, but they don't carefully consider how they will manage that money that they receive once they have that job. And the same way that you might 
be an expert in 70s rock and roll like you, Tony, or yep. craft beer like me, or vintage cigars, you should be literate in the realm of like the ideas of personal finance and, and how to manage those. Well, right. Yeah. I wish I knew as much about finance as I do about 70s rock. I'm ashamed to admit. <laughs> I know more about 70s and 80s music than I do about finances, but that's why I'm here. I always learn something from you. But uh, Tom, why do you think that uh, there's this lack of financial literacy? Why do you think it's uh, a widespread issue? Well, certainly, and Tony, you know, since 89, when I started in the financial industry, I've come across hundreds of people who, despite their hard work, still feel like their finances don't reflect their efforts. You know, the amount of money you're making, however, is not what determines your financial future. You know, it's not always what you make, it's what you keep. And it's more about how solid your plan is, especially in retirement. And what I mean is I've seen individuals who are drowning in credit card debt, but have six figure salary. And on the other hand, there are those with modest income and no debt and strong investments. More income doesn't necessarily mean a better financial situation. It's how you handle those assets that God gives you. Well, right. And that's an interesting concept. Maybe you could talk a little bit more about the difference between those types of people. Well, when it comes down to education that they've received regarding finance, of course, everyone would like to make smart financial decisions that will position them correctly for the future. We all do. But many have never really been given an opportunity to learn how. As a matter of fact, according to a Fortune article, nearly two-thirds of Americans, Tony, can't pass a basic test of financial literacy. Wow. And the lack of financial literacy in our country has even led to the government to designing April as National Financial Literacy Month for over a decade now. Wow. So uh, they have a whole month set aside uh, to for financial literacy. I didn't know that. Um, uh, but just how bad is financial literacy in America then? Well, Tony, to put it in perspective, 44% of Americans don't have enough cash to cover a $400 emergency. This is according to Forbes wow. article about how badly America is failing at financial literacy. The median out-of-pocket cost for an emergency medical expense is $1,000, according to Federal Reserve Annual Survey. That means that almost half of Americans, Tony, are one accident away from receiving a bill in the mail that they can't afford to cover. It, it may be harder to imagine right now since the job market is strong, but imagine the setback an individual would have if they were to lose their job with less than $400 in their account. And it all ties back to understanding the importance of an emergency fund. Tony, we talk about on this show a lot that the first money you want to have is that six months worth of emergency bills, you know, and, and being able to put that money aside to, to be able to get your hands on in the case of a financial emergency. Hey, but another statistic that shed light on our financial know-how here in America is that 43% of 
of those with student loans are not making payments. More than 16 million people in the United States have a master's degree. That's about 8% of the population. You know, master's degree have become about as commonplace as bachelor's degree were in the 60s. Yeah. You know, with that, you know, and Tony, with that popularity it comes a growing number of individuals who have put off paying off student loans. You know, they're, they have master's degree and they're not paying their loans. Granted, the rising cost of tuition play a key role in graduates struggling to pay off loans. But I think overall, it would help students to have a better understanding of how repayment plans look after graduating. Now, this may help them make more informed decisions about their degree and education options. I mean, you've got to you've got to be able to pay for that education as well as earn a living on top of it. Matt, we have to take a break, but before we do, I want to point out something. You said just a little bit ago you were talking about education is is lacking, and I agree with you, Tom. Uh, you know, my kids, uh, I ask them, "Do you learn about personal finance in school?" And uh, not until they reached high school. I think they should start uh, in grade school and junior high teaching personal finance, don't you? I think so, Tony. And you're seeing it firsthand, aren't you? You're seeing the kids going off to college. They've got to learn how to, you know, I remember growing up and a lot of the, um, my clients who have been retired for many years tell me of the stories where they would put whatever money they could spend for that day. They had seven envelopes Monday through Sunday. And if I, they could spend $5 or $7 on Monday, that's all that was in their envelope. And once they spent that money, it was gone. And then you went to Tuesday's envelope, but you couldn't, you couldn't be at Wednesday and be already into Friday's envelope or you're in trouble. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. The envelope system actually works to keep some people on track that have a problem with spending too much. And I think, uh, it's a pretty common thing to, uh, spend more than you make nowadays, and, and that's not good. Now, unfortunately, we do have to take a quick break right now, Tom. Is there anything you want to add before we do? So I think what I'd like to tell the listeners is that if you're if you want to know that you're on the right track financially, I'd like to offer just a 30-minute educational phone call with us that we can, I can get on the phone with you if you're by your computer. We can get on that computer. You may have a lot of questions that you'd like to have answered. And, and rather than taking time and driving and coming to our office in Gainesville or our office in Atlanta, we can just set up a, a phone conversation. You can be in the comfort of your home or your office, whatever's convenient to you. Give us 30 minutes. We'll start getting you on the right track. Get some of those questions about financial literacy answered for you. And it's real simple. You just give us a shout. Phone number is 678-638-6363. You know, whether you've been able to stash away a million or you haven't been able to stash away $10, we can certainly give you some advice to help you get get on track. Well, I think that's great. Uh, And listeners, take advantage of this special offer, but stay tuned because we're going to be right back to continue this discussion with Retirement Ranger Tom Lowry here on Operation Retirement. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, 
tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from Georgia Wealth Advisors now by going to gawealth.com or by calling us at 678-638-6363. And now, back to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. And welcome back to Operation Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan. They call him Ranger Tom Lowry from Georgia Wealth Advisors. And Tom, the title of our show today is, Are You Financially Literate? In the first segment of the show, you were talking to us about how important financial literacy is. You shared some scary statistics out there uh, that it shows how really financially illiterate uh, Americans are. And a lot of us lack the knowledge to really further ourselves financially. And uh, that's why it can get complicated, though. And that's where you come in, um, you know, and you pointed out things like half of Americans with student loans aren't making payments. You mentioned that. So these are these are things that we need to know about to be financially literate. Um, are there other areas we should discuss that might give an indication as to whether or not we have financial literacy? Well, a big issue would be on credit card debt. Tony, according to a recent study from Value Penguin, 38% of households in the United States have credit card debt. You know, they also found out the average household had credit card debt of $5,700. If you ask me, that $5,700 is too much. Yeah. You know, Tony, the interest that accrues while maintaining credit card debts can be incredibly damaging to your situation, often increasing the amount you ultimately pay toward that purchase. Many people with credit card debt are unaware that they are paying so much in interest or more importantly, that there are strategies that can help them reduce their interest amounts. You know, Tony, you just don't need to carry on credit card debt. And that's one of the first things. And where I'm a bit different in retirement planning, Tony, I'm usually encouraging folks as they're getting within 10 years of retirement to rather than invest that money with a financial advisor, start paying off that home. We'll talk about on, on this segment a little bit about the new tax changes, yeah. but I've had people say, well, gee, I'm buying this big home because I get a write off the interest, right? At least mortgage interest is deductible, unlike credit card interest. But my goodness, if you can allocate your savings and pay off your home in say 10 or 15 years, as opposed to 30 years and take the money you would have been paying on that mortgage and set it aside for your savings, Tony, you're so much better off. And I have hundreds of clients that are retired, many who have paid off their mortgages and are so happy they paid it off before they retire yeah. because it's less money you need to be spending in your retirement years. They can allocate the money that some people pay on their mortgages toward their uh, retirement and enjoying uh, their lifestyle. Yeah, good point. And I'm glad you addressed credit card debt. Well, let's move on. You mentioned these new tax laws. Let's jump right into that since you brought it up uh, and the housing issue is is the mortgage issue is one of them. But uh, obviously they enacted some new tax laws the end of last year uh, to take effect this year. Uh, and uh, how does that play into this? 
Well, one of the biggest changes is, Tony, the standard deduction has doubled. So for a married couple, it's about 24,000 when it was about 12,000 last year. Where that's a big difference is on those mortgage payments. Now I have many retired clients who have always had to take the standard deduction because they've had no mortgage payment. They don't have enough deductions. And by the way, when I say standard deduction, a deduction is simply that the, uh, something the federal government allows you to take off your taxable income because what you've paid. And so to encourage people to buy homes, they thought it would be really nice to say, let's take that interest and make it tax deductible. Means that while, you know, we, while we buy more house than we can afford, at least we get a write off the interest that we're paying. Um, but when you retire and you've paid off those mortgages, you generally don't have that deduction. Well, now that you have a standard deduction of 24,000, I think even some of our younger listeners that are paying off mortgages may consider paying that mortgage off early, allocating some of their savings to pay off that mortgage early, reduce the uh, overall interest they pay in their lifetime of that loan. So they've purchased that house for less money and they don't have, that's one big debt that's out of their way. Tony, I can't tell you how happy people are having a mortgage paid off. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's huge. I, I mean, that could make a big difference in someone's retirement plans and financial plans, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Now we do have to take another quick break here, but before we do, uh, why don't you tell them about the offer you have? It relates to this new tax law, doesn't it? Yeah, certainly. So we have developed a software that will allow you to look at your 2017 tax return and look forward to your 2018. And based on the tax laws, are you going to pay more money in taxes? Are you going to pay less? How much less? What ideas would you have if you pay less? I find out most people are going to be paying less in taxes, but we really don't know. So Tony, I have a complimentary tax assessment report to offer the listeners where we would just need their 2017 tax return, show them what it would look like in 2018. It's a really nice eight or nine page report. We can do absolutely at no cost or obligation while we're talking to them about their financial literacy. And again, to receive that report, just need to give us a call. That phone number is 678-638- 6363. Again, the phone number 678-638-6363. Or you can visit us online at gawealth.com. That's GA, like the state of Georgia, the word wealth.com. Gawealth.com. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Tom Lowry here on Operation Retirement. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a larger retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Georgia Wealth Advisors, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at gawealth.com or call us today at 678-638-6363. And now, back to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. 
and welcome back to our last segment for this episode of Operation Retirement with our host, Tom Lowry. And Tom, today you've been talking about are we financially literate and what it means to have financial literacy. You talked about the shocking amount of Americans that don't have enough to even cover a $400 emergency or people who aren't taking steps to repay those student loans or are struggling with it and the prevalence of credit card debt. And then uh, you talked about these new tax laws and how they can affect us and uh, how to utilize things like your mortgage and uh, save more. And there are a lot of strategies that we can use uh, to be more financially literate and really get to a better place, really, and what this is all for is retirement. Uh, so there's financial literacy, uh, but then once you hit retirement age, you've got to worry about income, and that that's a whole nother type of financial literacy, isn't it? Right, and that's what I see. The biggest mistake people make in retirement is they manage their investments just like they did when they were working. Tony, and if you're 65 years old, and you're managing your investments like a 45 year old, you may have some excessive risk. Another thing that we're not worried about when we're accumulating money, we're putting money in our IRAs and our 401k is we're not counting on that as income right right away. We're putting that money aside. So when we retire, however, once you hit retirement and you no longer have that paycheck coming from your employer, you've got to rely on on your nest egg to generate enough income and people are really concerned that they're they don't think they have a, enough money saved to create enough income for them in retirement and there's not a lot of education to teach people how to convert their nest egg from one of accumulation to one of income and you know there's there's a universe of investments out there and the investments that are good at growing your money when you're working are the worst ones to create income in retirement and vice versa. The ones that are great at creating income are not the ones that you use to accumulate. So Tony, it's like one of the first things we teach people on financial literacy is that color of money report, that rule of 100 that really says if you take the number 100 minus your age. So if I'm at 100 and I'm 30 years old, I minus 30, that leaves 70. That means as a 30 year old, I could safely have 70% of my money that I'm investing and taking a risk with, but I still have to have that 30% as that emergency fund. Remember we said people didn't have that $400 sitting aside because they don't have 30% of their money sitting in green money that I call safe, that is ready and accessible for them. Now turn that around and for a 70 year old, well, a 70 year old should have 70% of their money safe and maybe 30% investing. So you don't have a lot of education on, on that and, and how to take and rearrange that portfolio for a retirement portfolio as, as opposed to a working portfolio. They're two different things. And uh, that's where we help educate people. Yeah. And you do a great job of it, Tom. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. You've given us a lot to think about, a lot of great tips. Is there anything you want to add before we go? Well, just folks, if you want to retire happy, just give us a call. That number is 
6363. Again, our number is 678-638-6363. Folks, enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon, and by golly, God bless America. Thank you for listening to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit their website at gawealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are affiliated companies. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.